When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bob Ryan, Israel Gutierrez, David Dennis Jr., Mina Kimes round up the usual suspects. Today, setting the NFL playoff picture, the wins and ins, the losses and toss, the maybe babies, the hopes for nope. How would you describe the stretch that you and your team are on right now? And Snow Patrol for Emily Kaplan. Let's go around the horn. Uh, of all the gin joints in all the world, Bob Ryan, you walked in the mine. Again. The latest on Damar Hamlin, he is now breathing on his own. Doctors removed the breathing tube this morning and he was able to speak, even able to talk via FaceTime with the whole Bills team back in Buffalo. I love you boys, is what Damar Hamlin told his teammates. Remarkable, positive turns. This weekend's games, the NFL announced a variety of initiatives celebrating Hamlin. You'll see the number three patches on jerseys. Maybe the three in the 30 on the field will be highlighted in some stadium. Pre-game moments in all stadiums. I also hope there'll be some way of honoring training staff. The complexities of the NFL playoff picture are many here are approved scenarios as of this afternoon on the screen right now. You can take it all. There, there's <laughs> quite a few scenarios. Possibility of neutral site games for games between Buffalo, KC, Cincinnati in the upcoming rounds. And the possibility of a coin flip determining home site for Cincy, Baltimore, if that comes down to it in the division. About that, Bengals coach Zach Taylor today. Seemingly angry addressing it. It's opportunities lost for us. We had control. Now we don't. There are positives for a lot of teams. Negatives for us. Nina Kimes around the horn to you. How do you hear Taylor there? And does this plan make sense to you? Well, first I'd say I think the only reason he was comfortable voicing that, that we're comfortable having this conversation, is because of DeMar Hamlin's remarkable recovery, mm-hmm. which is important perspective, I think, to take on all of this. The league is trying to make the best of a very complicated situation. So what struck me about Taylor's comment was the focus on opportunities. And I think that's where you have to look back to the game that wasn't play and played and ask, okay, what, what were the opportunities that were lost here? The Bills had a shot at grabbing the number one seed, of course, The Bengals had a shot at controlling the two seed. Uh, And then you have to also look at the Baltimore Ravens because if the Bengals had lost, they would have had a clean shot at the division. So what the league is trying to do is accommodate for some of those missed opportunities by giving the the Bills, pardon me, uh, a neutral home a neutral uh, field if they were to go to an AFC championship and they were to make it there because Kansas City of course got the advantage coming out of this and then they went to the Ravens and said okay if you win this game you will still have a shot at the division the Bengals are looking at all this and saying well where's our accommodation because we lost a chance at the Mm -hmm. two seed this feels unfair and I have to say I am sympathetic to that they did get the least of the accommodations but that said 
if you can't beat either Tyler Huntley or Anthony Brown, whoever, whoever's playing quarterback for the Ravens, I don't think people are going to feel too sorry for them if they don't win the AFC North. David Dennis Jr., I'll bring you in here. Neutral sites, a coin flip, and multiple different scenarios. Does the plan make sense? Yeah, from a, a compassionate standpoint, as somebody who has criticized the NFL endlessly by thinking that about 99% of their decisions when it comes to player health, when it comes to, um, you know, activities of the of taking care of people, they seem to be not compassionate. But this seems to be something that they did thinking about people's best interests and what everybody is going through. I know the, the coin toss is not the optimal thing to do, but as Mina was saying, like, if you probably put the NFL people in a room and ask them to be honest, they would say, we probably think the Bengals are going to beat the Ravens without Lamar Jackson, and we don't have to do a coin flip anyway. Mm-hmm. Israel Gutierrez. Yeah, you look at the Zach Taylor comments, and while they are absolutely true, and nobody's going to deny the fact that they got less positives out of it, right? When you just boil down the argument, it's always going to be because of something unprecedented that happened, because a man briefly lost his life on a field, and we don't know how to deal with this. And, you know, Mina mentioned nobody's going to feel sorry for them. Nobody's going to feel sorry for anybody. We're just going to be happy that that Hamlin is alive, okay? And so I just think if you just boil it down to that, we we can say, yes, the Cincinnati Bengals are in a worse position, but three weeks from now, if they are in that game or when those games are being played, we are probably still going to be talking about Hamlin and the celebration that he that he's still with us and not really discussing who was unfair or who was, you know, who was most unfair in this situation. So I just think it's it's the best of a bad situation. And yes, he can sort of uh, vent a little bit as the coach. But once these games start being played, I don't think even he's going to worry. Bob Ryan scenarios were tossed out, you know, in the days all week when positive news started coming out. Some of it were take a bye week away from the week between the, the conference title and the Super Bowl. Some were, some were delay the games in other ways. Some were play it straight through. How do we get to a point now? And what do you think of the NFL's proposal and, and plan? I think they did the best they could. I think we all would agree that it was an untenable situation. It was impossible to please them all. There was no perfect solution. And and let me just jump in and uh, totally irrelevant to what we're discussing now and add my congratulations to the medical personnel and the people who who saved his life and, and, and the fact that we learned that the NFL as one physician said, it's the safest place in the world for something like that to happen mm-hmm. because of the preparation they had. Who would have known that? Anyway, I have no sympathy for Zach Taylor and the Bengals. They lost to the Ravens once. If they lose again, uh, yeah, you know. Okay, sorry. all right. So th- I'm sorry. It, That's it. It That's should be said, this is not just a coin flip today. It, 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 there's a game first, right? And the result of the game then, you have control of your destiny in the playing of the game. So I don't want to hear about it if they lose both games to the Bengals. Well, Bengals and Ravens and Bills and Patriots specifically. I mean to the Ravens, excuse yes. me. I don't want to hear about We've it. We've heard from players all week and former players all week about playing or about taking a timeout from playing. There have been varying views of it all. We heard very poignantly from Josh Allen specifically about wanting to play. We've heard from Aaron Rodgers maybe about a timeout, but that was very speculative. And, of course, with the positive turns for, for Hamlin now, the idea and the reality of playing is, is right in front of all the players now. The difficulty of getting on this field and the uncharted territory we're in, David, I just want to ask, do you have any expectation this weekend for Bills and Bengals six days later? Uh, Tony, if I could relay a personal story uh, here. Uh, my, my son, when he was three days old, we brought him home. He stopped breathing. He turned blue. Um, his mother had to give him CPR while I relayed the instructions from 911. And, you know, he spent days in the ICU. 
And I'm telling you this because a few days later, I was able to do work. I started working. I was working sitting next to him in the ICU. So I'm not really surprised that players in the midst of a playoff run can find something to, you know, hold on to and be motivated this week. But my concern is long term here is when the playoffs are over, when these games are over and it's quiet time, what are, what are they going to deal with? I check my son's breathing every day for five years at night when he was asleep. And so in those quiet moments, when these players have to reckon with what they went through and what they survived and what they witnessed, I'm hoping that there is some help in place for them as they go on to next season and the rest of their lives and the rest of their careers. So we can talk about this week, but that's just the beginning of what they have to deal with. Thank you for sharing that, David. Mina Kimes, um, the football games that are going to be played this weekend specifically, though. Buffalo getting back on the field and Cincinnati getting back on the field. Yeah, I mean, these teams have something to play for, as we just outlined. I think the first time there's a big hit, the players on the field, everybody watching is just going to briefly just pause. It's going to be jarring. It's going to be scary. And then the players are going to do what they've done so many times before after witnessing horrible injuries. They're going to compartmentalize and move on. I would just ask that, you know, with these games – regardless of what happens, that we extend some grace to individual players because what they're going through right now, having to live through that and then psychologically process it and heal is very, very, very challenging. Israel Gutierrez. Yeah, you know, we've seen teams in the past suffer through loss. Jose Fernandez and the Marlins still had to play a few days after that. We've seen individuals suffer through some loss and and sort of be inspired to play their sport. This, I feel, is going to be more life-affirming. It's going to be a lot more positive thoughts, a lot more positive feelings, at least from the crowd, from everyone overall, and the Bills support staff. And then, as Mina said, once that big hit happens, they'll probably be a lot more numb to those hits again and sort of be back to to regular football. But I do think um, it sort of will uplift them after, you know, having heard from their teammate. Now... Let's bring some clarity to the playoff picture, if we will. AFC South tomorrow night, win and in. Titans at Jaguars. Tennessee has done nothing but lose for a month and a half. Six straight. They're starting Josh Dobbs. Jaguars have been feisty and hot, and they're trying to complete an impressive uh, one-year turnaround as you could have. Israel, how will the AFC South be won? I mean, you want to say that a team in the Jaguars that hung 36 on these Titans just about a month ago are probably going to do something similar. They seem to be on that path, uh, the opposite path of the Titans, who are going to have to play with Josh Dobbs at quarterback, who they just got on there, what, about a week and a half ago, maybe? Uh, And so maybe two and a half weeks ago. So it feels like everything is pointing in the Jags' direction. But... Derrick Henry's back, and he's probably going to get a lot of touches, and we've seen him have huge games in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and it's the NFL, and, and versus, maybe the Jaguars aren't ready. So yeah. I don't know who's going to win, but I'm probably leaning toward Jacksonville. All right, well, thank you very much for providing us a mutable I don't know. Mina Kives, what do you know going into this game? Yeah, I know a couple of things. Not only has Josh Jobs not played a lot of football for Tennessee, he's also playing behind one of the worst, most injured offensive lines in football. So advantage there to Jacksonville. Meanwhile, on the other side, Trevor Lawrence's incredible performance has come in large part because he's getting rid of the ball so quickly. On throws of 2.5 seconds or less, quick game, he has the third best passer rating in the NFL over the last six weeks, and the Titans give up the most yards per attempt in the league on those throws. Bob Ryan, what do you know going into this matchup? I've got five words for you and five letters. And Trevor, I trust. Okay, that's four. I now trust. That's five. And that is, he is, this is, this is an upward trend. 
and they're going to put Urban Meyer further back in the rearview mirror of memory. They're going to continue what they've been doing. They're going to win this game. Mm -hmm. David Dennis Jr. I'm going to use my fingers to count this. In Josh Dobbs, I don't trust. That's six. I don't trust the guy <laughs> who's on his second start in six seasons. He played decently against the Cowboys. There were a couple of easy interceptions that were dropped towards the end of that game. And this Titans offense only scored 16 points once in the last six games. Right. Trevor Lawrence dominated them last time, and I think he's going to do I don't know if we've ever had Jaguars a situation where a team has had six straight losses going into a game that could still get them in the playoffs. I mean, the cons, there's more. Wild card three, all right? I mean, it comes down to the Patriots. It comes down to the Dolphins, who are starting Skylar Thompson. It comes down to the Steelers, who no one thought would be here. Who you got? Mike Tomlin is inevitable. Give me the You're Steelers. You're going Give for two looks. So you've got Buffalo over the Patriots, and yes. you've got the Jets and Joe Flacco exactly. over the Dolphins. David, Israel, Bob. Steelers, Steelers for me, too. Uh, wow. And they're done that. Who for the boards? Is that a clean sweep for the Steelers? Wow. Buy or sell on the other side. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc., a tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport, brought to you by Chase. Jim Harbaugh indicating no one knows the future, but he expects to be enthusiastically coaching Michigan next year. Quote, while no one knows the future, I expect I'll be enthusiastically coaching Michigan in 2023. So there was that news from Michigan yesterday and also news the NCAA notified the school of violation uh, impermissible contact during the COVID dead period. The NCAA is looking into that. They've notified other schools of that as well. In this, though, it's a level one violation uh, with the allegation Harbaugh did not comply or misled NCAA investigators during that. So, Bob Ryan, first to you. Where are Michigan and Jim Harbaugh today? 
Well, that sound you did not hear was the door slamming on him returning to the NFL someday, sometime. As a matter of fact, uh, he's apparently told some of the recruits this week that or recently, uh, hey, you never know. And he's okay. kind of leveling with them. So we've been here before. Is this? We can rewind. Let's go back to 2022. Go back to 2021 with Jim Harbaugh. I don't know. So I you're mean, buying more he, into the he, he, no one knows the future part than I am uh, enthusiastically staying here. Israel Gutierrez, how about you? I'm always of the belief that Jim Harbaugh will take the NFL job that's available to him that he wants, uh, regardless of what situation he's in in Michigan. It feels like he wants back into the NFL, and I don't think any rules violations are necessarily going to drive him out. I don't think any rules are going to drive him out, period. He's probably going to play by his own rules regardless. But this just seems, as Bob said, just another year of the same Harbaugh situation. I don't think it's going to change. However, I do think he will be back. David Dennis Jr. Yeah, they are where they are every January and February with Jim Harbaugh being as faithful as his options. He's basically somebody who puts as complicated as his Facebook relationship status. He is going to stay with Michigan up until the point that he gets the NFL job he wants, and he's going to keep putting out these statements until he gets that job. All right. He, he said, no one knows the future, but uh, I expect to be enthusiastically coaching Michigan in 2023. Mina, what part of that do you buy? Well, I... I'm a little bit confused because typically I think if this news came out, he's staring down potentially a multi-game suspension, mostly because of the lack of compliance, it seems. Um, my mind would immediately go to Pete Carroll, what he did in college, going to the NFL, and think Jim Harbaugh might dip and finally fulfill that will-they-won't-they they thing he's got going on with NFL teams. However, they put out this statement knowing that this news is coming down the pike, which leads me to believe there's been a conversation and Michigan says, hey, we're going to back you no matter what. And you're going to be our coach. Now put on your NFL reporter hat, Mino. Uh, is there a job, an open job, a potential open job that's not yet an open job that could entice Harbaugh? What do you think? There's a couple. I think the Colts are the most likely option. That's one that you hear coming up again. And then he has been linked to Carolina, which I view as a pretty desirable job. And he had the opportunity to mold a young quarterback. Buy or sell two, NFC wild card three. Let's go. The win and they're in belongs to the Packers. The win, and they hope, belongs to the Seahawks to see what Seattle does in the late afternoon game, to see if we have a chance at night. And then if we have a chance at night, win and we're in belongs to Detroit. Mina Kimes, who you're buying as NFC Wildcard 3. Well, while no one knows what the future holds, I think that the Packers have an advantage here, in part because of the scheduling. Like, the Lions might actually know they don't have an incentive to play. Now, I think they're still going to play hard, but it's undeniable that that will impact them if Seattle wins. That negates their chances of winning and getting in. I also think that both of these offenses can run on both these defenses, so I'm leaning Aaron Rodgers in cold weather versus Jared Goff. Mm -hmm. David Dennis Jr., as somebody who last time I was here said the Packers had no chance to make the playoffs. Thank you for reminding us, David. That the Lions were going to make the playoffs. Don't play. I'm Don't saying play. that the Lions are going to win the night game. The Lions are going to win that game. Uh, the Packers have relied so much on turnovers. Golf has not turned the ball over since week nine. Mm. I think the Lions can, can win that game. Uh, but... I think in the early game, I think the Seahawks are going to win and beat the Rams, so it won't even matter. Right, so, and they'll be in the playoffs. Right, so you've got Seattle that's, that's in the afternoon it. game, and then you have yeah. Detroit in the night game. So it's a win, watch, and then get in for Seattle. Israel Gutierrez, how about you? 
I'm selling percentages of getting into the playoffs with three weeks left because a couple of weeks ago, the Packers had a 12% chance of making the playoffs. It looked like a tough game in Miami uh, and Tua gets concussed and throws three interceptions. It looked like a tough game against Minnesota. Turns out they're complete frauds. And now the easiest one of the three is supposed to be against the Lions. I feel like they're going to win this one, complete the thing and get into the playoffs. And we're going to have, you know, a smug Aaron Rodgers in that postseason. Okay, I mean, you say, you say that like that's a bad thing. Bob Wright, how about you? Yes, I agree with Izzy. Prepare yourself for one of those awful, the uh, I told you so press conferences by Mr. Smug himself. They're Wouldn't he earn win. the right to say I told you so if they came back when you guys have all well, he'll do it. He'll, 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 look, he's dead. a walking soap opera. He'll do it in his in inimitable fashion. Don't worry. Okay, all right. I, I think I follow what you're saying here. Yeah. This is what you want, regardless, right? This is what you want. I know there is no way, no, they should all be playing at the same time, though, right? Yes. Can we do this like like, like soccer does yeah. in qualifying? It's all completely play. unfair. Play them all at night, then, if you want a, if you want a prime time game, you know? Love that. Mm-hmm. Wow, Gutierrez went the wrong way. Ryan playing golf today. Four under par. Mina Kimes, David Dennis Jr., showdown in two minutes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Stay frosty, Emily Kaplan. Last night while interviewing Alex Ovechkin pregame, snowed by Evgeny Kuznetsov, and look at how she keeps on going. Let's grade. Kaplan's performance! And do you think you could have stayed this cool, Vita Kives? Oh, well, first of all, Emily gets a 10 out of 10. This is why she's the GOAT hockey reporter. Literal ice in that woman's veins. Me, on the other hand, drops below 60 in Los Angeles, Los Angeles and I'm wearing a winter coat. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people in L.A. are right now. David Dennis Jr. A++, avid on good authority that Emily Kaplan practices her interviews with the snow machine just in case something like this happens. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. <laughs> it's so true. Now, that, that was, was it, you have to imagine, it was meant for Ovechkin. This has been a prank that's been going on with the yeah. team all along. But, you know, how she reacted in that first beat tells you everything. She smiles, gets the point. Bone is coming her way when she comes back. Showdown 2, Bones Highland. 
full speed. And then Bones Highland, slow-mo. But Bones Highland, the look he gives after the fact, that is everything. Yes. But let's show that down versus Martin Ferreveri. Full speed, Martin Ferreveri slow-mo. Martin Ferreveri off of his head into the net. Which wild scoring play was played tonight, David? I'm going with Bones Highland. Ferreveri was sort of a lucky play. Bones Highland to get on the land on the floor and look directly in the camera at the right moment is play of the night. Nina? I don't think it's lucky. The dude is six foot two, 169 pounds, hence the Knicks name Bones, but he has a six foot nine wingspan and he used all of it to pull that off. It's a great move, but knowing where the camera is at all times is the best move. Wire to wire win. Mina Kimes, 30 seconds of fate. Wow. Okay, so uh, Bob Ryan alluded to this earlier. I wanted to give credit to the incredible medical staff of the Bills saving DeMar Hamlin's night life. Just wanted to single out one of the particular assistant trainers, Denny Kellington. He's been hailed by the Bills, also the doctors in Cincinnati as a true hero administering life-saving CPR, but also saving DeMar Hamlin's brain. It's a reminder to all of us, by the way, to learn CPR, which is something that I now plan on doing after hearing what happened on the field that night. Mm -hmm. Kellington. And another name I read, Rory Reblin as well, was another Bills um, staff member who was instrumental and just incredible. I mean, first responders, miracle workers. It's, it's an amazing, amazing thing. Thanks for your time. We're on a 71 and a half hour break. We're going to be back on ESPN2 on Monday before the national championship. So set your DVRs, VCRs, Blu-rays. <laughs> See you Monday. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.